0: Vic Manzo is a former certified pediatric chiropractor who has transitioned into business mindset coaching. He's a three-time author, a podcaster, and a speaker, and I am so thrilled to have him on the show today. We're going to have a great conversation, so you'll definitely want to stick around.
1: The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21
0: Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network, Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Hello, hello and welcome everyone and First and foremost, welcome, Vic. I am so thrilled to have you on the show. I think this is going to be a great episode, very inspiring, and I'm really curious to hear all about your journey. And yeah, I think we could probably talk for hours on the topic of mindset, no doubt, but welcome.
1: No, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Oh, great. Well, you know, I was really uh, taken. I went to your empoweryourreality.com website, and we'll have this website in the notes and i was just doing a little bit of reading especially in the about us section and we sound like we're we're connected um you were talking about how you um you kind of were starting your business and you initially were kind of bouncing off the walls very in a high stress kind of anxiety type of um mindset and you actually learned the skills to to calm that all down and get laser focused on the next chapter in your your life and your journey. Um, I would love to dive into some of that. But before we get into that, I, I do want to hear a little bit about your journey. How did you make the transition from being a chiropractor to moving into mindset coaching?
1: it's not the most common thing in the world you you would see <laughs> no. uh i will say that um yeah it's you know i've been a chiropractor for 11 12 years and in the first half of my career about the first 5 years um You know, I was always, you know, reading what was the, what's the top business advice that people are sharing? What is the, what are the, um, the, the, what's the most successful chiropractor saying? What is the uh, self-help personal development? I was listening, I was reading 80 to 120 books a year. I hit a peak of 132. Uh, There was uh, listening to workshops. I didn't listen to any music. It was always podcasts, downloading information, all those kind of things that I just was like constantly doing all the time. The good news is in five years, I hit my financial peak. Yay for me! What? Exhausted, fatigued. I was burned out every four to six months. Now I'm an individual who only does things when I'm passionate, when I believe in it, and I go 100. So it was really confusing for me that I'm like I'm really passionate about chiropractic, serving my patients, making a change in the healthcare world. But then at the same token, I'm burned out every four to six weeks, uh, months. <clears throat> and it came a point where I started to look at my practice, and I looked, my wife was managing the office with me, and I said, I don't know if this is worth me continuing. And she was just like, that's pretty deep for you to say something like that. I said, I just, I feel like we're always going uphill. There's always a battle. And I just don't feel like there's just something missing. And I knew deep down there was something wrong. So I said, okay, let's, let's, let's do some soul seeking. And that's the moment moment when we pivoted our office. We redirected it more to lifestyle. We took a 40% hit financially because we chose to whatever the patients didn't align. We said, whoever doesn't align with the where we're going, we'll refer them to someone so they're taken care of. But this is where we're going to go towards. We started the shift in the pediatrics. And then I said, no more doing all that I was doing. That's, that's old news. I'm going to determine and define what my success is because my background when I was in chiropractic school, I was studying also outside of the school energy healing. And because I want to know the deepest principles of what healing was. I didn't realize I was going to learn spirituality, study ancient wisdom and different um, things along that nature. I uh, got into quantum physics and understanding all the studies with quantum physics and life and consciousness and who we really are. Um, got into neuroscience and all those other principles. And it was like one of those things where um, I was like, I, I'm, I'm going to apply that because the rule is if you, if you, from a quantum, quantum physics perspective, how you see things is what it's going to be. And I was like, well, okay, well, I'm going to define my world. So what success is, what success means. I'm going to do that. I'm going to follow the law of least effort, which means the least amount of work to get this greatest game. So long as I did all these things in a little over a year, we were back um, at where we were financially, our financial peak. But at the same token, I was also working 50% less. I have never experienced burnout since then. And it's one of those things where I was like, we don't have to do all this doing that entrepreneurs are told. We don't have to do all these kind of things. There could be something different for them. And that's what inspired me. Like, you know what? I want to get into coaching. And this was the end of 2017. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll let when I'm ready, when I feel inspired to do that, I will. And it wasn't until the end of 2018 where I started getting into coaching as a side hustle or a side business. And then three years, a little over three years later, uh, starting this year, I went full-time into that and I let go of my uh, my chiropractic practice.
0: Wow, wow, my gosh, what an amazing journey. And you know, what's really cool is there's so many parallels to not only the timeline, but the experience that I had. So I want to definitely dive into that a little bit more. But 2017 is also when I made that transition. And I tell people, it's, it seems bizarre and counterintuitive. And I'm also studying neuroscience, like, we're oh, my gosh, I'm serious. This could be like a 5 day workshop. <laughs> but um yeah, along the same lines is I tripled my income working half the time. And it was through applying these principles and really understanding them, applying them, understanding them and then taking action and resisting that that paradigm, that thing that we're taught as entrepreneurs to to work hard, you know, burn the candle at both ends. You know, and it's almost like a badge of honor. And there's so many people that are, they're missing out on the fulfillment piece of it. And you can have both, which is, it's beautiful that you're doing that and you have all of that.
1: It's amazing how, I love how you brought up the badge of honor thing. Cause I can, I, 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 my slogan, one of them is, is I help, you know, entrepreneurs achieve their dream life effortlessly and every, not every time, but there's a lot of resistance When I say that word Um, and it's, and it's so I understand why there's the resistance. Um, This is, you know, from a neuroscience perspective, from a conditioning perspective, from a neural development perspective, and just how we've been conditioned as even from a genetics perspective, I can get into all that stuff, but it's, it's one of those things, how we have such a knee-jerk reaction to think that, yeah, I work hard. I grind out 60, 80 hours, a hundred hours a week. Look at, look at all that I did and I turned it around and this would happen. And I always look and I go, kudos for you. Now let's look at your life and what you lost well, oh, I didn't lose anything. Oh, you did. It's there. And, and I don't mean that in an air. Don't, I don't want to come mm-hmm. off arrogant or anything like that. It's just, I know from classical physics or Newtonian physics is that when you use force energy to achieve something, you have to sacrifice something else in the meantime of that. This is taught all around the world. I mean, even in business, they, ta- they call it an opportunity cost. When you do one thing, you got to give up something else in order to do that. And so I'm like, if you, if you became financially successful there and you were forcing it, and all of a sudden you had to give up on other aspects. Maybe it's your health, relationships, time with family, whatever that is. There had to be a sacrifice as I'm short because that's how that works. But when you step into the quantum aspect of things, there isn't no sacrifice. You can have your cake and eat it too. And it's and and I and I say this not because it sounds cool. I did it multiple times and I'm doing it again now. You know, when I transitioned into a coach, I've been full-time this year. Uh, it's one of those things where I'm trying to, I always tell people, I'm like, I'm trying to work the, I'm trying to get to the six-hour work week. That's what I want to work six hours a week. And that's it. And I know it's going to take a little bit of time. because I'm developing, I'm testing things out, what I like, what I don't, things like that. I know where I'm going though. And uh, something like six hours a week, really, that's all you're going to do. Well, how much are you going to make out of that? I said, I don't know. I, I'm not really focused on how much I'm going to make. I want to have the six hour work week. And then I already know I want to fulfill my lifestyle. I already have things that I want to have and achieve and experience. So I have that all written out. I really don't care what I make. I go, I just care about creating my lifestyle and having the freedom. If I want to go and go on a trip for a month, go around Europe with my family, and I'm going to work in the meantime with that. I can go do that for a month. I don't have to worry about like, do I have to save? Do I have to do that? The money's there. That kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know, I just had recorded an episode um, about the power of a decision and multiple times in my life. And I shared just one example of, you know, um, we wanted to make a difference in the Maasai Mara region of Africa and to fund this college program. It was around a little over $200,000 and I didn't have an extra $200,000 to give, but I said, yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just put myself on the hook, but I felt compelled to say yes. And I, I funded it, but it wasn't in the way that we would traditionally think that I just opened my checkbook and write a check. It was funded within a few months with other people. And it was easy. It was fun. It was effortless. And we get so wrapped up in how we're going to do things. And how we think we're going to do things is a very mechanical action. And we don't know. It's none of our business of the how. It's just I love that you have the clarity of your vision and the lifestyle you want and the type of work week that you want to have. And the rest will unfold.
1: It is. And I love how you brought some up because this is something I fell in this trap, Um, even though I understood manifestation and a law of attraction and all these things. I used to get I was like, this is how it needs to go. And what happens is we get so hooked on where we want it to go that we don't open the door to what's possible and like you said you wanted to you know think of just writing a check and that's it and all of a sudden it was it came a different way and i try to teach my clients this because i'm like I- i've been there where i have one client he he's been in business for like 20 something years and he uh we started in like january-ish early uh, end of december january anyhow he hit he had a record finally in his business that he thought he could never it was like a ceiling for him he could just never break through it and it came in the most unique way it was because of some other things that were happening that actually opened up the door to allow him to do that. But when it happened, he's like, I don't know. But yeah, it was just because of this. This is why it happened. It wasn't because of my efforts. I'm like, who cares about your efforts? You asked for something. You wanted this and you got it. Like, I'm not saying it's all oh, great. It was lucky. Luck is coincidence. coincidences. That's in the, the world of quantum. There is no such thing as coincidence. So I was like, you were at the vibe and the right energy and you have done the work. And since you've done that work, it happened. Now accept it. I go, cause what you just, what you're doing is self-sabotage, which is a whole nother limited belief system. We have to work into yes. a belief, limited belief we have to work into now. But I was like, it's one of those things and I used to do it all the time. Something would happen. And somehow I had a flush of new patients coming in and, and it wasn't because of my efforts and what I was working on. It came out of something. And I'm like, well, I was just luck because this is such and such. And I look back at my career and I'm just like, who, who, who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. Like how is it? Because we get so hooked on the hows, we have to let every aspect of those hows to go. Even when you're visioning your goals, like I said, I want to work out a six-hour work week, I'm not attached to it. I don't look every week and go, well, did I have that? Did I not? Did I get close to it? What am I?" I'm like, it's going to happen. And I'll just all of a sudden, when the time's right, when I'm fully at that vibe, it will happen. And, um, it's just so different because it, it's, a, it, I laugh about it. Cause I know how many times I, my wife, to tell me, she's like, why we're, we're doing good right now. Just don't, don't get hooked on how it's happening. And I always be like, yeah, it's just not in the way I thought it would be, but you know, like maybe a chiropractor, he ended up leaving his space and I ended up getting like 20, 30 new patients out of that. And it like really helped grow my business and uh, and I'm sitting there going, yeah, but it was just because of him. And I'm like, and my, and my wife, like, who cares? Like you, you, you were at the right place at the right time. You attracted it. Cause you know, nothing happens, you know, nothing's coincidental. So, you know, you attracted it in your life. You're in the right place. The vibration was there and the person came and it all came to you and you didn't have to do anything for it. And it took me five, six years of beating myself up that way until all of a sudden now I sit back and I don't even worry. Like I don't everything's gonna work out the way it's supposed to. Um, yeah, it may not go at the time frame I like or what I want it to be at, maybe, but at the same token, I know it's all going to do what it does. Cause when I've every and I've I've seen it in my career, when I let go, that's where the massive growth happens.
0: Mm, yeah. And that letting go is so important. And when we're we're type A achievers, and when we're working with these achievers, it, the control piece of it, it's like we and I I know this as well because. I catch myself, you know, and I have to pull myself back in. And you've mentioned earlier how, you know, the high achievers that you're working with, when you talk about them having this sort of following this path of least resistance, how there is resistance in them. And I I remember distinctly thinking when I was launching my coaching business, the, the number of people that I would have needed to talk with in order to bring clients on like mathematically when i was already working a job was just it seemed insurmountable and my mentor said oh, you're working a lot already i only want you to talk to two people a week and when i did that it was like oh he's giving me permission to be lazy you know but when he did that that's when my business started to take off because i was in in resonance in harmony with the lifestyle I wanted the joy in which I wanted to do my work what's the point in working if we're not finding joy in it right um so you're so right it's it's definitely a a mindset shift that needs to happen and through repetition it's not something that an idea that you intellectually learn oh okay because we know this we've we've been hearing this so um how did you get past that, and um, how do you help your clients also navigate that?
1: When it comes to like learning something and like, building it into the neurology,
0: yeah, learning something, especially that that notion that we have to work hard and be in the grind, and
1: you know that well, first thing is I when it comes to that part, right, the hard work side, I always look and I and I say, who told you that? Where did you learn that from? Like who and 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 I have to get into where the programming started because we we really got to have them understand that the whole purpose of me asking the questions is not to know exactly when it happened. It's more of just having them to sit there and go, "I've just heard it for a lot. I've heard it a lot. I've heard it since I was a kid." Or you know, like I grew up, my my dad always said, "I'm going to show you what hard work is uh, from a physical labor side." So that way, you don't do. He did it in that way to have me not do the physical labor stuff. Um, But it's one of those things where. And the reason why I do that, coming back to that, is because once once I can get them to shift their perspective to see how it's just a conditioning, mm-hmm. it's just a belief, once I can get there, then we can reprogram their life. Because then all of a sudden, I say, okay, that's great. Do Do you want? Do, does that serve you still? Do you want that to be something that you have? Do you want to work hard to be successful? Because if you believe that's the route, then that's what it's going to be. But if you believe it could be something else, and that's what you want to experience, then we can create that belief also. And then I'll we'll show you how to now change the neurology to do that because we have to we have to get that programmed into the subconscious. And so there's a lot of things you do, like repetitives, like anytime. One of the things I love the best, this is the thing I've done, and I recommend this a ton of times to my clients to change neurology. You have to become aware of how much you're saying the old story because you can come up with a new idea. You it's just like somebody, for an example, somebody can listen to something, let's say a podcast, and they go, Oh my God, I love it. That's what I needed to hear. I'm solid. You're not solid because all you're doing is hearing something that made sense to you. A week, two weeks, three weeks later, default mode of the brain is going to come in and you're going to go right back to comfort and going back to what you were doing. Reason why is you don't have a system to support and change that neurology. A lot of times when my pay my clients, I'll tell them, get a put a rubber band on your wrist. And every time you get back into old thinking of that old belief, I want you to do either one or two things. Now it's up to the individual You can just switch the rubber band to the other side of the wrist, which is a nicer way of doing things. But for some people like myself, I need a quick impulse of a little pain because then what it does is my brain, your brain only picks up on pain and pleasure. That's what it's always looking for. Mm -hmm. So if I create a little pain with that, I'm telling that into my subconscious. When I say that, that's something I don't want to be putting my energy towards. I want to shift it towards this. So you shift it, you know, you you snap it, or you switch the the rubber band or a bracelet, and and then you declare what that new belief is. And you continue to do that. Now, before, when I was in chiropractic school, when we talked about neural habits and how to adapt, it used to be around 25, 28 days. There was this whole study that they did. Um, new research is starting to come out showing because of our lack of, or slowing down of our, our, our lack of an, or longer periods of an attention span or the less we have. Um, it's taking harder for now habits to kick in on average around 84 days. So I used to tell my clients, you got to do this for 90 days. And, uh, will be like 90 days. I'm like, Hey, you might get it done sooner, but I'm just going off the average, which is 84 days. Well, I'm not going to tell you 84 days, just do 90 days, three months. And. Let's see how things go. And I said, the way things are going to go, how do you know you're in that realm, right? Because there has to be some, I'm all about, uh, I'm very scientific on a lot of things. As much as I'm deep into the spiritual routes and stuff, I'm also very scientific. So I'm like, here's how you'll know everything's working. The universe and life always throws a feedback system at you. So it's not what's coming up to you, showing up in your world. That's good or bad. It's not, it's just feedback. Mm -hmm. And so it's feedback of where you're, where you're, where you're vibing at. So once you understand that, so then when you're making changes in your life, if you start to see it in the physical realm. And it, I'm not saying to see it instantly. It, sometimes you can see it. Like, you know, if you want to a million dollars and you just started a business and you want to have a million dollar business, it's not going to happen tomorrow. But other, um, maybe somebody has had that happen when they won the lottery the next day. Who knows? But anyhow, long story short, the whole point I'm trying to make is, is that there's there's a there's a process that we want to to work through. And uh, I lost my train of thought on that. The whole lottery thing threw me off. But um, <laughs> so because I think I might, anyhow, I could go down a whole rabbit hole with that. But um, it's one of those things where you want to make these incremental changes and you'll see it in the feedback system and it'll show up in your life. And that's how you'll know you're kind of in tuned in alignment to that vibe. And now you're starting to see it showing up into the physical world. And That's kind of the, kind of the processes I take my clients through. There's a lot of other things we can do in that way of uh, helping change it. But the simplest, most easiest one is just a bracelet.
0: I love that idea. I've never heard that. I'm definitely gonna try it. So it sounds like initially is one, you've got to know what you want. And then two, you're finding out what are some beliefs that you know that are counter to that. And where did they where did they start? Where did that belief start? And then you're becoming aware of when, you're, when that belief is kind of infiltrating your current reality or your trajectory toward your goal. So then you have that bracelet or that rubber band to kind of snap and, hey, let's get to it. Let, what would I rather believe?
1: I 100 percent. And it's just it's and sometimes going down to know where it came from. Sometimes you'll start to notice there's other ones that you go down like it's like, okay, it's not that one. That was like one of them. But then there's one that's even deeper. But yeah, the whole snap thing is just to reset and then you have an opportunity to reprogram. So, nope, that's not that's what I used to say. Here's what my new belief is. This is what this is my empowering belief. This is what my new world's going to be. And you just and you have to have that conviction within like you have to know that when you're declaring it, it's already there. Because the subconscious mind is so aware of how what you're saying, it likes to have straightforward commands, so it knows that, okay, this is what we're doing, and you can't have any doubts at all, you know, because if you have a doubt of any sort, the subconscious knows. And so it's like, hey, no, this is what my new world's going to be. And that's it. And we're talking about decisions. You're talking about your episode yeah. with decide, right? Yeah. I love the word decide. I got into words years ago. And, uh, you know, the word decide is like to cut all things, other things out. So it's like yeah. kind of, you know, um, removing all possibilities. And this is the only one. And so that's the kind of thing when it comes to you decide to choose that belief. That is it. That is what it is. And that is, I call them codes. Um, But it's one of those things where that's going to be your life that you're going to move forward to. And that's your reality. Yes. Is it going to happen all the time? You're going to feel that way? No, you're going to have your neurology hasn't changed. And so you got to rewire that brain. You got to let that neuroplasticity develop. But once you start to get to a rhythm, which takes about usually about 30 days, you're starting to start to like all right, I got this now. I haven't been messing up as much, right? The first few weeks are going to be like, what the heck, every every five <laughs> minutes or every time. I mean, you can, and the thing is with this, uh, I, you can do this in so many ways. This is not, you know, they, people have done this where it's like, talk 21 days positive about yourself only, no negative talk. And uh, I, the longest I ever got, I think one time doing that really hardcore, it took me like six months and I got to like seven or eight days without only positive. And then I had the eighth, and I was like, man, did I just talk negative? Did I think negative? I'm like, oh man, I was doing good. <laughs> I never, I never challenged, I yeah. never went back to it to go to 21. But I went six six months straight. That was pretty decent to like that go that is. long. I was <laughs> I'm very stubborn and determined. Um and I never got it. I didn't get to it. But um it, it's just amazing. But it, it's a great reminder because it does shift your psychology to be like, okay, I need to change it. And then you have an opportunity to read what I call flip the script, instead of having that energy to that, shift it to something else.
0: Yeah, it's you know, it's in essence instead of letting your habitual thoughts govern and lead you, you are deciding and making a committed decision to lead yourself. And in every moment, what the snap of that rubber band, you could just snap the rubber band and keep going, but you have to decide, you know, and when you decide, and I love that you said it cuts out all all other options. Your energy isn't diffused. And it just, you know, that's when people get stuck in analysis paralysis. It's, you know, the the cure to that is deciding. Just make a decision. Don't worry about the how. Um, so I love that you're, you know, you're helping people at a level that, in and in a way, that is going to train their minds to really, Shift their thinking in any circumstance and achieve goals, high-level goals, um, through this process. I mean, I think the process is very important. What you're teaching here,
1: yeah, it it's it, it's 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 getting to the root. And the beautiful thing about this is what I love because I I guess this is my again my background in chiropractic is very you know chiropractic comes from a very holistic and vitalistic approach. So we look at the the the, the whole of the system and. So anytime, and and from that philosophy, that's when I give nutrition recommendations or I work with something, it's never for one thing because we're so caught up in the treatment type thing. Um, All this, I do this for that. I take this for this. Um, Instead of, no, I take this because not only does it does this, but it does this, 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 and it helps every single system, helps the overall, you know, that's kind of the viewpoint. Same thing with this. Whenever I give advice to my clients, I always tell them, use this on every facet of your life. Don't just do it in one. Because, like a lot of times, they're thinking business, and I'm like, "Don't do issue in business. You can use this in relationships, money, health, whatever you want to use it for. These are universal principles that you can shift. Because we all have limiting beliefs in every aspect of our life. We've all been conditioned. We're all conditioned. Yeah, I have tell people, I'm conditioned. I'm, I'm, I'm working through mine as much as I possibly can, but I also know I'll never get to the end of it and and then people like what do you mean you're never getting it? i'm like you know how many things that you've been you can't you, you just, how much programming our mind goes through imagine zero to seven and you everything that you see for the most part you're gonna think is true in some shape say some some way shape or form because logic brain doesn't fully develop, develop to age to age seven and so um and like there's so much but the key is enjoy the process because it's always it's always it's so cool when you uncover a new layer it's like all right, we're going down this rabbit hole. Let's do it. Let's see what. <laughs> let's see what shows up, because you know, at the other end, you're gonna be lighter. You're gonna feel better. You're gonna. You're gonna. You, and when you're. And here's the cool thing about the brain. I love this because the brain, you will only be ready to heal or trans 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 transform things and 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 to these certain levels. you'll be when the time comes when you're ready for it. It's because you have the reserves to go through it. And I love that because this is what we're talking about effortless now, right? And and the same thing, like some people get so caught up in like I remember when I was in in chiropractic school, when I was reading books about the ego. I learned about the ego mind. I'm like, oh my god! And everyone's like, we got to destroy the ego mind. It's horrible for you. And you start. I had client patients who were in business, and they're like, yeah, did you read this book, and I'm like, I got to break out of my ego. It's so bad. And I and I would look at them, and I'd be like, going, why? And they'll be like, well, ego's bad for you. I mean, everyone, you know, you, it it it, it limits us and this and that. I said. I go, let me just share one principle with you that will diffuse that argument right off the bat. Everything in the universe, your body, life, nature, they all follow the same laws. They never create anything out of a want. It only creates things out of a need. So if we didn't need ego, would we have it? And he's like, well, no, I don't think if you're going off that, then no, we don't need it. I said, so there's a reason why we have it. We wouldn't be here in humanity, wouldn't be where we are today without it. It's just when we let it lead our lives, that's where it becomes, uh, creates the whole complex resistance and issues that we see, that we see all the struggles that we do in our life.
0: Absolutely. Oh my gosh. What, what a great point. I, and speaking of books, I mean, what are you reading these days and what, how do you recommend people get started in this journey?
1: Love that. Um so right now, I'm about to get into a few books. I don't have I forget the titles of them because I just got them. Uh, I'm yeah. waiting for them to come in. Uh, but what I usually do with books, and this is, again, coming back to effortless because I live this lifestyle in so many ways. Yeah. I remember I used to read 80 to, 80 to 120 books a year, and I stopped. I still read books, but I. They, it's whatever propels or it, 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 I feel like there's a feeling I get. I teach a lot about vibe and your intuition and know what that feeling is. And when it shows up, you know that you're in alignment to where you want to go. And so I get a lot out of the thinking had to get in there. So usually a book I'll be called or attracted to, to go towards. But when it comes to this journey and this process, man, besides my books, I mean, I'd be a bad yeah. author if I didn't say that. Definitely. Um, because <laughs> yeah, they kind of you know, my first book talks about the rules of life, and the second one talks about all the challenges that you face, the darkness, how it's the beauty to light, and then the the last one is all about the conditioning of the mind, how to achieve your, what how to tap what is your potential, how to tap into your potential, and then what's the what is a spiritual awakening, and how to either get on that journey or how to reinforce the the path you or you know speed up the path you already am. Um, but besides those three, which are pretty in depth, those are good general books. Uh, mine are because it just I I I don't go. I go decently deep, but I don't I'm like I said my first book, I could wrote a I could wrote a book on each chapter. Yeah. But I wanted to give enough to create interest, to plant some seeds, to give a little bit of some things so that you can be like I need to learn more and so forth. And then you go into that realm. Yeah. But um you know, one of the first things I would say a book outside of mine, I talk a lot about these in my books is um the the hidden water, um, hidden messages of water. Now this book's by Dr. Masuro Imoto, and what it is is it's about how consciousness Changes the molecular structure of water, words, and how everything is vibration and energy. So, quantum physics has already proven this that everything is energy. Everything's at a, some sort of a conscious level. They call it quanta or they say energy. Um, I kind of turn those terms and say, well, it's, it's conscious level or vibration. But how can we see it? Our left brain needs to see that. So, how can you just put the word love on a, pe- a, bu- a glass of water or you say to the water, I love you? And they flash freeze it and you look at the structure in its hexagonal form, which is very, it's a very high vibrational form with crystallization and so forth, where they do the opposite and they put hate on there or they say to the water, I hate you. And then they freeze it and it's unorganized. How can that happen? And that's the power of our consciousness and how it alters and manipulates the energy uh, in the physical realms. And we're just starting to understand how our mind and from just the power of visualization, what that can do is absolutely mind boggling. Um, But at the same token, what we can do. And so if you want to understand the power of you as an individual. I think that's the most critical thing. And that's kind of my purpose in this life is to help individuals rediscover their greatness. And when I say greatness, I don't mean it. From, I mean it in the essence from a soul perspective, because it's um, when we when we're living and coming from remember that, then we start to live more in a fulfilled life. And I mean, a fulfilled life that's I there's no words that can explain it. And I, I wish there was we can try. I mean, I know a lot of emotion names and stuff I could put to it, but it wouldn't still not, Explain this this energy, this essence, this feeling, this depthness. Uh, um, I, I, I words have not come to me yet on it.
0: Oh my gosh, I I am so grateful for you being a light in the world, and oh my gosh, for your clients, they are very lucky to have the opportunity to work with you. I'm grateful for our conversation, and for any of our listeners, I highly encourage you to go to Vic's website, and that website will be in the show notes. Can they also get your books there from your website?
1: Yeah, you can get access to my latest one there. And then once you go to that one, you can click on my, my, you know, say author and you click on Amazon with a name and then you can see all my books that I have there.
0: Perfect. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Is there anything else that you'd like to leave our audience with before we close off for today?
1: This is a message I love sharing a lot because it's something that I need. I wish I learned earlier, and that is trust the journey, trust the process. Everything always works out for the greater good, even though your mind's going to tell you it isn't. It always does um, because everything's always working out at where you're vibing. And once you understand that it's all about your vibe at the end of the day, you actually get to choose. So when things are coming up, like I was talking about the feedback system, it's just got to shift your focus, shift your energy. And once you do, you keep doing that until you see it in your physical realm. And once you do that, it's like, OK, great. Now this is a game. Because really, life is all about a game and uh, and it's supposed to be fun and exciting and and all that. And that's kind of the, um, if you the more you do that, or what I tell my clients, the more I can get you to be a three, four-year-old, the more you'll master your life even more.
0: Ah, uh, I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you once again. Everybody, go to Vic's website. The website will be in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love to hear from you. Leave a five-star review. Go to ratracereboot.com. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, everything is created twice, first in your mind and then in physical form. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you again next week.
1: The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.